Welcome everyone to yet another weekly slab. This is episode number 13. You're joined by myself, Aaron, and Nate. Nate, thanks so much for joining. Hola. Today we have an interesting data dive for you all as we are looking at the PSA and SGC population reports on a few different cards and specifically for PSA looking at if there is maybe some hope that the backlog is getting cleared. Of course, they've rolled out more services available for people. Most of them are actually, uh, though, they, they make you subscribe to like a collector's subscription to earn those services and then, then they limit the amount of cards you can submit and everything. So there are hoops to jump through to get it done. Um, but we can look at these these population report growth uh, via Card Ladder Pro because they've been tracking population uh, reports, like the growth of them, on pretty much all cards that they track since April 29th, 2021, unless they add to the cards later into the journey um, of Card Ladder, which is very possible for some of these. So we have a, a few cards to share um, for that. And then outside of that, we, of course, will be covering our Flip Quest 2022 as we do have a card selling this upcoming week um, in the PWCC weekly auction number seven. And then we will pretty much be on with the rest of the uh, episode after that because I luckily, um, very fortunate enough, get to go to the Liverpool uh, FA Cup match tonight. So I'm super excited about that. So, Nate, let's dive in. You brought up a lot of different cards, and I say let's just start right away. Like I said, this is all uh, pulled up by Card Ladder Pro. Uh, great platform. We learn a lot from it. It all goes very quickly because they do supply us information uh, right there on the screen, which is awesome. And if you do want to test out and see how this works like we are doing right now, uh, there's a link in the description of this video for a seven-day free trial. Um, definitely feel free to sign up if you want to. After that, it's $15 a month. But even at that, I fully and highly recommend using it because it is super informative and saves us lots of time. And per this discussion, could save you a lot of money too. So, Nate, let's jump in right away. Here we got Zion's 2019 Prism Base Rookie PSA 10. Most of the cards discussed today will be base or silver because it's so hard to track the population growth on numbered cards. Um, and really, the topic of the discussion is not about, uh, you know, numbered cards rarity and, and the prices going up or anything. It's more to see, like, hey, are these populations flatlining? Uh, and let's talk through this through this uh, Zion PSA 10 population. So right here, you see this little arrow. I'm going to hit that, and that's going to show us the pop growth over the last, what is this, nearly a year now. Um, so go ahead, Nate, lead this discussion. Um, so, yeah. So what we're looking at was, Aaron said it, a bunch of different high population cards. Um, in fact, does it say on there how many, what the pop? Oh, yeah. It's over 20,000. 20,635. So that's a huge population card. It is. But um, our first month of data, it starts April 29th, right? And then the first full month of data is between May 5th and June 3rd there. So these numbers I'm grabbing will be... Not necessarily the first of a month to the first of a month, um, but they'll be between these bullet points. So it's not always going to be a, a perfect 31 days, but it's good. It's good enough. Right. Um, and so our first full month of data we see is May. We'll call it May. And it jumped 600 cards. Um, the Zion base prism PSA 10 jumped 600 cards in May. Now, if you fast forward to this year, you'll notice that the graph flatlines. So 600 in May when this started, 113 in January, but 165 in February, um, which could be one of two things. Either they just randomly got more Zions in bulk submissions later, or February was when the $50 submissions probably opened up. Oh, no, because $50 submissions, you wouldn't have gotten those cards back anyways, right? No. So, 
the only ones you potentially would have gone back is the ones that were submitted in December. And maybe, 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 maybe. Um, I guess th there's a small chance. There's a small chance there. There's probably no chance that anybody was subbing these at a hundred, hundred fifty dollars. So I guess either your fifty dollars submission from December maybe came back end of February, or, or, um, we're not on a downturn just yet. We're on a downturn compared to May, but January jumped or February jumped uh 52 cards from january for just this one guy in a zion based psa 10 and we're going to get quite a few we're going to get quite a few different um examples like that where january is a little bit lower than february i wonder if it has to do with new year potentially yeah but potentially and there could have been you're saying january is lower than february yeah yeah maybe i mean there's more vacation taken off around new year yeah staffing differences it, really, who knows, right? Like the difference between 100 cards getting graded of a specific card could be a million different things. Um, the bigger thing looking at this chart here, there's clearly been this. This was backlog clearing time, right? April 29th up until like the end of 2021. You see that it rose by a good 3,500 cards or a little bit less probably. Um, that was probably a lot of what was stuck in the bulk submission backlog and I also heard via um, Instagram and stuff, some people saying that they're just getting their last value submissions, like the $15 pricing or whatever it was, back right around now, um, which is right before the last price hike, which was right before the suspension went like a week before. Now, there also was millions of cards submitted in that time too, so there still should be a good chunk there. But you can clearly see that a lot of this has been worked through. And I mean, now we're talking, we're talking 100 and 13 and 165 in two months compared to 500, 600 a month, some of these months in 2021. Yeah, right. I totally agree. Uh, next card? Silver. You just want to click the drop-down yeah. base button there and go to silver? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a perfect way to do it, actually. There we go. Silver PSA 10. We're not going to do silvers for everyone or, um, or you know, well, we're not going to do silvers for everyone, but uh, we did do silver for Zion. And in May, it's not a huge pop card compared to the base, obviously, but in May it jumped 24, um, which pretty healthy jump considering it was already at 1200 and it's only just above 1400 right now. So it was already at 1200 before we started and it jumped a few, you know, 24 in May. But then if you fast forward to January now, 7 in January, but then 26 in February, if you can believe that. So we jumped more in February for this card than we did in May of 2021, whereas for the base, it jumped, you know, 450 less for the base, but two more for the silver, February to May. So that's so where that's this interesting. gets confusing. Okay, let me point out though, for this card, you know, grading got as low as like a hundred bucks, accessible to everyone, just through submitting through their website. That was around what, maybe a month and a half ago, two months ago. We're talking a fifteen hundred dollar card. I don't think anybody sitting on a on a, a silver um would say to themselves, you know what, hundred fifty dollars, maybe I can get it lower. Does that make sense? 
Like it's still a huge, it's still a big enough card where I don't think anybody's going to be like, oh, I'm not going to grade this for 150. Yeah, I get what you're saying too. So another kind of confusing February rise is what you're saying. Yeah, and and so you'll go through here and we'll look at a bunch of different examples, and for some of them it seems like yeah, the the backlog is disappearing, and then for some of them like a Zion Silver. Do you think there's just been that many Zion Silvers pulled in the year of 2022? Yeah, that's the weird thing. But also, these wouldn't be sitting in the backlog regardless of the fact. Like, this card wasn't getting thrown into the many $15 submissions. This would be the back then $30 submission, $50 submission, you know? Yeah. So, so I don't really understand that one at all. It 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 gets it gets confusing, and this one this one's probably the most confusing. Is that it? Just doesn't seem maybe somebody was sitting on just a you know hanger box after hanger box after hanger box after hanger box, and they opened like two thousand hanger boxes or something and pulled twenty six Zion Silvers. I don't know. <laughs> you never know, though. Someone could have bought twenty of these on the dip, and or maybe not twenty, maybe sixty of them. Maybe because of the gem ran this thing is probably around 30%. Yeah. Buy 60, sends in 20, and this is like one person that can drive up a proper pour in February. You know? Like that's why be, some of this should be noted that there could be PSA 9s cracked, BGS 9.5s cracked, SGC 10s cracked um, that people are trying to send in. Yeah. I mean, there's a million different things that could go into it, right? But it's still it's still one of those things where you look at the Zion base and you say, yeah, our uh, backlog is going down. And then you look at the Zion Silver and you say, what's going on here? Yeah, but that I I guess my point was also is that that wasn't a backlog issue. No, more of more of a what type of cards are people submitting now mm -hmm. situation, and and we might see the same with Jaw here because of how hot he's gotten. Now you tell me because you have the numbers, but. What do we so got? Jaw, this is a sil silver PSA 10 here. Yeah. So, Jaw in May, 37. 18 in January, 17 in February. So, if you combine, if you combine January and February, you still don't get to the May amount. You'd be at 35 instead of 37. Um, and and Jaw's been obviously way hotter, way, yeah, way hotter than Zion. To, to, to me, you would expect there to be a massive gain in these in 2020 well, sorry 2022 versus even just the half of 2021 we're looking at here correct because in 2021 from may until the end of 2021 what was there another 170 or something 170 graded psa 10 in the start of the year so far there's been like 40 which is uh, isn't 30, that much 35 now 35, which is well, 35 since hard. January 6th. Yeah. Um, but to be fair, the Zion only since January 6th only jumped 33. So there has been more Jaws graded. They've just been divvied up equally. You're saying between the months. Yeah. Now, what is that? More than like more by like two or three? Just Jaws two. versus Zions? Just two, two. more Jaws. Yeah, but that wouldn't be a normal expectation given the current status of both the players. No. Like, who who would sit there and say, let me sink 100 bucks in the gradient of Zion right now when the dude hasn't played him forever and it's a risk anyways? Even to have well, a card in your hand, let him put more money. if you're looking at a $1,500 card, you say, yeah, yes. let me sink. Okay, 
yes, you're 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 correct there. If you bought it for cheap and you can grade it and make money, you would. But also just in general, a little bit more risky right now too, mm-hmm. unless you sell it right away, I guess. Um, now I I do think it's valuable to bring up some price discussion here on some of these cards. And I might flip back to the Zion just to look at since the beginning of the year. Um, this John Morant Silver Prism PSA 10 was 1382 to start January or to start 2022. Last sale was 1,800. So for this card, obviously John Morant's one of the hottest players in the NBA, um, next to Demar Derozan and Luka Doncic, and this card grew 30 percent um, in 2022, which I think for many people, I think that. And I'm in that group of people too, so I'm not trying to act like I'm not. It's kind of like, hey, silver PSA 10, let's just like forget about it, right? Like good to track sales volume, good to track a trend, good to see where the market's going, but also just doesn't move as fast um, the price of it as if it were a rare card. I will say, if we would have gotten 30, when we started investing like Nate Pearson, if we had gotten 30% in a summer, we'd have been ecstatic. Pumps. We're pumped. So, I agree. There's nothing, I agree. There's nothing wrong with 30%. Oh, now, no. well, I was actually trying to say a 30% is really good for this card to be able to sit oh. there and say, Hey, I bought a silver prism silver PSA 10 and made $400 on this card in 2022 so far between two months. I think that's really good. Now, clearly it takes one of the hottest players in the NBA. Um, yeah. For a while now, I think people could have known, Hey, maybe I should buy some John Morant. Uh, but the interesting thing is, is as of now, the last sale of the Zion Williamson is actually more expensive than the John Moran. What was Jaw that I just showed you? Twelve fifty? No, Jaw was eighteen hundred. Oh, it started at twelve fifty. Then I think that's Sorry. right. My bad. All right, so he did pass Zion, which which aligns with the one in one base PSA not, uh, ten number ninety nine I posted about. But the Zion Williamson right now is a fifteen hundred or one thousand five hundred sixteen dollar card. And this has dropped all of 6.7% since the start of the year. Now, if I go back three months, it should be a lot bigger than that. It's a 32% drop. So since the beginning of the year, really no movement. Wait, go um, back, go back uh, a year. Let's see what it did. I want to, I want to see the bloodbath. <laughs> Ooh. Minus 68%, $3,276 for the Zion Williamson Prism Silver PSA 10 started at 4793. And it's now 1516 Now, if you look at the past, since the start of 2022, I think the interesting thing here with Zion is, um, and this is kind of more of an injury discussion than anything, is that clearly to hold up a $1,500 card, which is not like insanely rare of a player that many people who are super low on right now, there has to be buyers out there of this card right now. It's only dropping two months, 6.7%. There's for sure people out there who are buying Zion for his return. Because I still think when he comes back, no matter how much people want to dog him for not playing this year yet, for whatever they want to talk about this weight, the moment it's announced he's going to return to the court, if it's this year, if it's next year, there's going to be some movement in price. Now, people are banking who are buying it right now or banking on it being this year. If it's not this year, this is going to drop further, especially in the offseason. But we'll see what happens with that. Also, now I'm- back to the – go ahead, Nate. I'm just excited for Zion. I just want to see him playing basketball again. Because I think Dude. I think it's easy to, for people to forget how stinking good he was. Yeah. And how insane I, the things he was doing on a basketball court were. Like, you look at John, you're like, yeah, this dude's amazing. This is insane. Two-handed block off the backboard. That little catch and shoot with .4 seconds left. Um, three from almost half court. Uh, posterizing dunk. Like, all amazing. Zion's pretty much, you know, Zion's the same. Just not healthy. 
yeah, he won't hit that deep three, but he also will 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 definitely assert himself in other ways too. Mm -hmm. Um, I just saw on Instagram reels like yesterday, that was like a flashback to him at in a practice gym for Duke when he just he basically threw out a free throw line dunk and he just soaring through the air. I was like, man, I miss watching that on the court. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> um, but so moving I, on, I think when he is healthy, when he is healthy and he does something insane in a game, people will kind of. Not forget that he can get injured at any moment, but I think it'll be a lot easier to forget. Yeah, I I would have to say the same thing. Um, apologies for the sirens if you can hear that. But now we are on to the John Moran Prism Base PSA 10. Um, this is one of the most or one of the highest PSA 10 population cards in existence, next to the Zion, next to the Juan Soto update, next to the Acuna update PSA 10. This one's pushing twenty thousand. Currently valued at two hundred and eighty-six dollars. Nate, give us the breakdown here on the pop growth. Yeah, so we're looking at May, and May actually had a pretty big jump there. If you look at it compared to other months, it's pretty, it's it's pretty big. Um, and we're talking seven hundred thirty-eight in that May month, and then in January and February, we're ta we're two hundred forty-eight in January, two hundred forty-four in February, um, which significantly lower significantly lower than it was in may but probably not significantly lower than it was in june if you look at the june uh pop report there those two those two bullet points if you can go that's to about like three 380 yeah so i mean not not that drastic so t tell me i i don't i'm not looking at the sheet how much did the jaw grow in 2022 the base psa 10 versus the zion um so the jaw went up what 492 and the yep. zion went up 278 so there we see a much bigger discrepancy in the growth of the grading of of that specific card um now another thing to add in here too is you know we try to talk about is the backlog going down what are people grading out all this stuff but it's very you know outside of like looking at the cost of the raw card the cost of the grading are people grading this right now why are they grading it right now? You have to wonder. Yes, they make a million or not a million. They've made a lot of base cards in 2019 Prism. It's the most graded set of all time in PSA's uh, population report. Shout out Dylan Windler. Shout out Kyle Guy. <laughs> Shout out to those uh, role players or uh, not even role players. Bench, maybe not even bench not players. Not even anymore. bench players. Probably <laughs> not even G League players, honestly. Uh, but my point here is. How many John Moran cards floating around anymore would actually get PSA 10s unless you just snapped a PSA 9 and hoped for the best and sent it in? I think, you know, like I, I think the only cards that are probably PSA 10ing are ones that people are still opening. I got to imagine. That, that, that was my thought, too, is that the, the, the slowdown in grading, yeah, the, back, the backlog has significantly went down as it's been almost, it has been probably nearly a year now that PSA suspended services. It's not either them anymore. PSA 10s are even going to be available to get graded anyway. So all of this is pretty much a moot point to say, like, there's still 20,000 of these. Regardless of if the backlog is getting cleared or not, that's still a ton of PSA 10s given the demand. And we can kind of see what the demand's even been like for a guy like John Morant, which is actually a little impressive. Now, the last sale here, $288 on March 1st, 
you know, it's an average with a fixed price going for 380 and most of these things selling for 300, uh, one even at 250. So it's kind of hard to tell what the exact price of this car is right now, given that so many of these things sell on a daily basis. Like in 2022 alone, over two months, there's been 829 sales of this car tracked through Car Ladder. And that's not just eBay, you know, it's PWCC also and, and uh, wherever else these might sell, my slabs. But to grow 59% or whatever you want to say, 40 to 60%, given that this next, the, this most recent point of 286 is pretty high here. Um, that's, that's good for this card. Now, something that helps this out is exactly this population report. The fact that there's been 500 or so, Nate, right, around 500 added to the population in, in, at the start of 2022. Now, yeah, that's not zero, but it's a lot lower than what has been being added in a, a given two month span, which was thousands before. And it contributes to a price rise. So like, yeah, myself, I don't really want to pop 20,000 card, a PSA 10, especially when it's $286. Maybe if it's like a $10, $10 Kyle Lewis just for fun, but not a $286 card. Hey, you want a $10 Kyle Lewis for fun? I've got 10 of them to sell you. No, I don't. I don't want that at all. <laughs> but my point here is that you can kind of go back. And if you look at the last six months, my point is not even really that earned because it's John Morant and it still rose regardless of the fact from September till now it's up 35%. So, sir, but it did dip before he got super hot. You know, in December it did fall down to 166, which is probably when, when all those PSA tens were just about finishing getting added from the backlog and now it's up from there. So like, I guess if anything, this proves that maybe the PSA 10 market, for base and silvers isn't dead all it takes is for no more supply to get added to the market or minimal supply to get added to the market but like i said this doesn't mean that you should run out and load up on the next player's psa 10 base cards i'm not excited enough about this certain card for myself to buy it or buy anything really like this and i don't if you might be different than me that's fine you can buy if you want to but just myself I wouldn't sit here and be like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and buy on this card right now or a card like this of a different player. It should be mentioned that if you are um, somebody that likes John Morant and really wants a PSA 10 and you don't want a second year, third year card of this guy, this might be all you can get. And there's no shame in it. So just just reminding everyone of that. Just no, it, because it it's not for Aaron doesn't mean it's not for you, you know. Yeah, and that that's completely true. But I also want to shed light on that you don't have to spend $286. There's definitely Chronicles PSA 10s from different sets that you can find that you might think look better. And if you're not trying to buy it for a flip, it might make sense to buy it. Now, if you're buying it for a flip, we can clearly see the volume and the transaction history goes behind these PSA 10s. And sure, it might rise, it might fall, it might rise again, but at least there's moving in the market on this card. So it's a lot of pros and cons, clearly. But... I'd say like last year when we were sitting here, Nate, when we did that six month forecast before the national and we both discussed how there's going to be so many cards getting cleared through the backlog. Like maybe wise to sell your PSA tens now of base cards. Um, I don't think we're in that same stats anymore a year from today because of how the backlog is not cleared. And there is reasonably a way to buy a card at this low here of 175 and flip it for 250, you know, but I'm not still not saying it's the, the exact thing to do. Everyone just needs to weigh the pros and cons versus just thinking that there's all cons. And there's a it's it's nice to know it's nice to know that it's likely only only going to be twenty thousand. You know, maybe maybe it stretches up into like twenty one thousand, but I just can't see that many more getting graded PSA ten. 
I would have to agree. All right, how about a card in 2020? Because we were trying to go by that, you know, 2019, 2020, seeing the comparison here. Yeah. So we're looking at LaMelo, and obviously you can see the pop report there. It's significantly lower. Obviously, nobody really wanted to probably send in at $150, or at least nobody was brave enough. Not as many people were brave enough to send in at $150. Um, but you've got his May numbers here, and we're looking at 39 for May. And then this is where this is where my mind kind of goes for here, where I was like, oh, well, maybe cheaper grading got people to send them in now, because 39 in May, but 51 in January and 60 in February. Yes, because back when this happened in May, I'm pretty sure the only grading option was still $300 for your cheapest, mm -hmm. and it dropped to 150 and then to 100 in the time frame after that. So that's why you can see the substantial rise in grading. You know, in uh, November alone, you're looking at like nearly 80. In October, you're looking at nearly 100. Um, and then like Nate said, in January and February, how many have been added to the population report? 51 and 60. 51 in January, 60 in February. So 111. Yeah, so 111 in 2022. Um, now, this this card is only going to go most likely up in population. This is the exact opposite of John Moran. Um, I would say at $342, as of right now, sure, the supply is low, but I would not be buying this as a PSA 10. I would not be buying as a PSA You know 10. how many people are taking their entire 50-card submission and just submitting 50 lamellos? Probably it's a lot. 50 cards, right, for the $50 submission, or am I all wrong on that? You're wrong because, well, okay, you're kind of, you're half right. It went from like five, and then moved it up to 50, and then moved back down to 20. So that's kind of elastic. All right. You know how many people are taking their 20 cards and putting all 20 lamellos in there? A lot, because raw this card was like 35 to 40 bucks, I think. Yeah. So a lot of people are going to be doing that. And I could very much so reasonably see, I want to get the 2020 uh sorry 2022 numbers for the, the the price history on this card and it appears that you know we're already down 60 bucks down 15 percent of the year with prices all over the place really you know we're talking as low as 300 pretty much as low as 325 as high as 425 450 475 just all over the place um, this is one that i would i would for sure stay away from um of course my own advice to myself you can think about that for how you want to, but that's why I think. But again, a nice sign that the backlog is probably, I mean, this has nothing to do with the backlog, but so many of these are getting graded on those other tiers. There can't be that many backlog cards left, right? I agree. Um, let's look at his SGC 10. I know we're just bouncing around here now to a new grading card company. Well, new meaning different than PSA for this discussion. Um, for the PSA 10s, there's around like 560 PSA 10s. This is going to be one of your closest SGC 10 to PSA 10 um, comparison here as there's 441 SGC 10s for this card, clearly because of the cheap submission or cheaper um, submission rate. $30 a card as of right now, submit to SGC. Um, go through a group sub or you could get it cheaper. If you know someone who, who does do group subs and you trust. And for this card... Um, it makes sense to send it to SGC if you're paying $30 a card and you're buying it for 35 to 40 and you're into it for 75 and you're selling for 180. I mean, you do that five times over, you're making pretty decent money. And you're also only waiting 13 business days for it to get graded as of right now for $30. So in my mind, totally makes sense to do that. And you can get a 9.5 and also hedge your risk that way too. 
because uh, the 9.5 still sells decently. But Nate, break down these pop growth numbers for us. So yeah, you can see that 205 kind of doing a weird thing where it goes 205 from October to December. Not 100. I think that's that's a glitch. It's, there's no way there's none added in like two months there or whatever. That's All for right. sure a glitch. So so we're looking at a glitch, but let's uh, let's let's use the glitch a little bit and let's pretend it's not a glitch because then we'll say 205 on December 16th, 342 on December 23rd. Now is that true? No, but you know, I, no, no, no. I, I think that's fair to say. I think it's fair to say this probably rose 140 in in two months. I just think that obviously, yeah, just not a week. week. Yeah, yeah, just not a week. Um, so we rose, we rose 140 in a two month period between October and December 23rd. Shout out my mom, that's her birthday. Um, and uh, in the in January and February combined, we rose 86. So a two month a two month time period there October end of October through December, 140. Two month time period here January and February 86. Um, so I don't know what you're gonna do with that information, but the number has gone down a little bit. Can can I share some thoughts on this? Yeah. So a few things here. One is that there's a scenario where people. Have, we're starting to see some lower PSA grading prices. And maybe they said, I want to say my LaMelo Ball prism, prism rookie to the grade of the PSA and sub SEC, um, which is a possible reason why there's less graded in, in the two-month span in 2022. Now, keep in mind, SEC has been setting records for amount of cards received to get graded in February. They had a mm-hmm. few different record days in a row of the most cards being submitted to get graded. So I don't think it's an overall, like, Oh, people aren't saying them as you see. I think it's just for specific cards as the cheaper submission rate comes out. It might make more sense to send in. Now, I want to give my personal experience with SGC. I wrote about this on Instagram on Tuesday. My The cards I would recommend saying to SGC. Now, you can play the game of I can acquire a lot of these LaMelo Ball Prism PSA or LaMelo Ball Prism Raw cards for 35 to 40. Send them in for 30 each and make your you know, $100 after grading whatever it is, if you get SGC 10s. My thing that I really like and I've had good success with and found to be very risk averse while also having high potential too at the same exact time is by buying unique cards that collectors want and that investors too value. I think we can both agree this 2020 Prism Lamella Ball isn't a card that people can't find or they have a hard time finding. If it's Correct. raw, if it's SGC 9.5, PSA 10, PSA 9, SGC 10, whatever it is, you can find one whenever you want. The price is all based on what the next guy listed for. Nothing more aside from how Lamella Ball plays. When you buy cards that are numbered out of 50, number out of 100, number out of 25, super short print, whatever it might be, and you send them to SGC, you physically determine the market when there's no other cards graded available on the market. Like if I buy a PMG red, let's just say, and it's an 8.5, which is pretty good grade for a 2012 PMG, and I put up an auction, and I've got one of the only PMGs that are graded above an 8 on auction, or even that aren't raw, everyone flocks to bid on um, I personally love SGC slabs now for my PC, for my PC. I have a lot of nice Mason Mount cards in them. I have other cards for my PC in them. And I have this feeling now that so many people, you know, for years, Nate, the saying was buy the card, not the grade. Mm-hmm. People are legitly abiding by it in 2022. 
have had really good sales success with like a 1998 painted manning refractor SGC nine. It's a mint nine. I bought it at a show for 80 bucks. I graded it for 30. That's 110. Sold it for 244 by the PWCC weekly auction, I think number three. You know, that's just not it's not a random pay mending card because it means something to someone because it's a second year tops chrome refractor a lot of people can't afford the rookie and it was cheap enough to buy and grade and sell it because people want that card and i think if this is myself looking at this card i know we talk about rarity a lot in different live streams and different podcasts but like this is not the card i'd be targeting to grade you know i bought patrick kane auto for 50 dollars at a show jersey auto Number out of 100 from 2013 Crown Royale is a pretty sick card. Got an SGC 9 with a 10 autograph. Do I expect to make more than $80 on it? Of course I do. It's going to go through a PWCC auction in the near future, and we'll find out for sure. But like Those are the types of cards that people who collect Patrick Kane or collect the Blackhawks or who just want to invest in Patrick Kane and want a rare card, they flock to them. So like that's my recommendation. That's where I found the most success. Um, and it, I, I have barely graded a single base card with SGC. I think a lot of people in comments like who don't actually have experience with grading SGC or who just see the the high volume of like an SGC 10 lamella ball that's at 441 which is close to PSA 10 and they automatically say SGC is good for the base cards I'm literally on the opposite end of the spectrum I, I wouldn't grade base cards with them because there's just too many people are grading base regardless and you can't even set your own price you can't get those the collector demand to maybe get that extra $200 because people really want the card and that's how I feel I'm going to get off my soapbox and we can move on. But, Nate, if you agree, just give me a quick little, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I mean, you well, sent you, – even – even it's not super rare, but, like, it, it's not basic. You sent in a Justin Herbert Select Silver concourse. Got a good grade. You got a good price. Um, but you would never have sent in a Select concourse uh, base Justin Herbert. No. No, and even like an orange ice getting the 9.5 and the John Rand, it sold for like $450. At the time, PSA 9s were selling for $290. To get that 9.5 versus a 10, that's ridiculously good profit on a super cheap grade hedging the risk. And we just have had a John Rand Prism Green on that guy graded by SGC as a 9.5. Sure, PSA 10s are selling for like $700. But even if that 9.5, I think it should get around $300 now with how much his cards have risen. Bought for $100 at a show. And it for 130 and sells for 300. I'm ecstatic, you know, like that's mm -hmm. that's the type of thing I'm feeling here. Um, we're like gonna it. we're definitely gonna sk skip around and, and look at some different things here, Nate. If, uh, if there was one on this list that you'd say let's jump to that and maybe cover one between the football and baseball, what would you um? Like? I think Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow would be a good uh, uh, prison base specifically would be a good one to cover. PSA 10, yeah. So you're looking at 3,000 pop card here, obviously, that's a lot. Holy it's, cow, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. But I did not think it was that high. Well, that's because it's jumped up a ton in the last two months. So if you if you click on that pop report there. Wow. Because last May, 263 in May. We're added. We're, we're added. added. 275 in January, 501. In February. Now, obviously, you know, Super Bowl has a lot to do with that. This card is how much money? $375 current price. But uh, you can see that spike all the way up to $700. In the middle of the playoffs, people are probably spending the $100, $150 a card to get this graded. So, Nate, by, by January 2nd, this card was 343 
And by January 13th, there's 375. Anyone that was sitting on this card raw says, I'm grading it for 100. I'm grading it for 150. I'm getting it back in, what, the one month, the two months, whatever it is. And they're all selling it between now February 1st and then today, you know? Yeah. Nice indication, though, that the base market, we might not love it. We might not be on board with it as much anymore as we used to be when it was super cheap to get a base card and super cheap to grade a base card. But uh, it's not dead. And there are still base cards that people will gladly spend $100 to grade. Yeah. Wow. This is actually one of the most shocking graphs I've seen with the pop report recently. I spe- specifically on a base card. I'm glad you guys bring this example up, um, which is which is quite wild. Quite wild. All right. The last one that I'm going to talk about really quick for this discussion is going to be the uh, Lionel Messi PSA 10 prison base. Um, now, this card... Everyone knows went nuclear at one point with the soccer card market. Uh, when these things were pop 100, there was literally 100 of these things as PSA 10s, maybe 80, 80 to 90, 100. And at that time, when the market was rising like crazy, and there's only like a few of these things on the market, <laughs> literally hit $3,000 in two different sales. But most of them happened between like 1,000 and 500. Um, this card is now worth 232. And you can clearly see that when a card is high in production, low in pop report, it's a recipe for disaster if you do end up buying the card at a peak. Now, there's 1,970 in the pop report as of today. On April 29th, 2021, there was 1,359. Fast forward to the end of 2021, and you're sitting at 1,872. And now from the end of 2021, or you're at 1,925. Um, and then at the start of 2022 until now, You've added about 40. We had about 40. So basically, no one is grading this card anymore. Um, clearly, at $232 a card, it wasn't worth $150 to grade it, most likely. Excuse me. And it wasn't worth it uh, even at $100 to grade it, most likely. You might see some more get added at 50, but you know, this card is a little hard to grade, but still, 2000 is a lot of PSA 10s. In the last two months, this thing's dropped 9%, which isn't, is not a whole lot, obviously. Um, that's because there hasn't been a whole lot graded, you know, for this card, it's pretty much in the same camp, I'd say as like the John Morant's like, I don't think you'll see many more of these cards get graded. Um, yeah, 2000 is like nothing compared to 20,000, but there also was a lot less 2014 prison world cup made than 2019 prison basketball. I would even venture to say the exact amount in the difference of pop reports 10 times. I'd say there's probably 10 times less 2014 prison world cup made than 2019 prison basketball. Do I have anything that says that's for sure? No, that's just a random assumption, but it seems about right. Um, just want to bring up a soccer example to plug that in there for all the soccer people out there. So, And also, shout out to Coast to Coast Cards. If you're watching this video today on Thursday, yesterday uh, on Wednesday, I released the first week of the London trip that I'm on right now. Uh, it was super fun time. I mean, that, that week one video. I please recommend checking it out. Got to go to a card show. Got to buy a card from someone who lived an hour south in Brighton. Uh, and do a couple other fun things that go to matches. And, and it's just a good video, I think, for people to see what's going on out here in the UK because the market is very much so alive and well. Hey, quick um, quick, quick comment. You said high production, low pop, bad, bad formula for investors. Terrible formula. Which reminds me of one specific card. What am I thinking of? Well, I would think of 2014 Prison World Cup, but I'm not sure what you think of. I'm thinking of Wander Franco right now and yep. the absurd 
like two thousand dollar sale for the PSA ten, and then the like five hundred seventy dollar sale for the second PSA ten. Where do you think that card settles in at? Uh, once you get to like Lamelo Ball numbers of like five hundred fifty PSA tens out there, which is obviously a minuscule amount compared to the overall out there, but it will get way higher than that way faster because I guarantee there's a lot of people that jump to send in the well centered ones, which is probably already around like the two thousand range, maybe if they're sending. Oh, uh, I don't know. Well centered is a little bit tough to find. Well, we'll see. But either way, and we all we all know that they can get PSA tens if they're not perfectly centered too. Yeah. Uh I don't know, $150 for the no, $200 for the first uh two months. Yeah, it'll be interesting because like Fernando Tatis is obviously a better player currently. Will he be a better player in five years? I don't know. But he's a better player currently. He's been around longer, he has more accolades. Um, even though he wasn't, you know, 80 future value fan graphs, number one prospect like Wander Franco was, but, uh, his base 2019s are at like a hundred and like $10 right now. Um, so realistically there should be no reason for anybody to be spending more than $110 on a PSA 10, despite pop report, because you yeah. know that if they ever drop their prices, the pop could go way higher. You know, let me let me point out that when I said like two fifty, I meant like that's how much it probably will be selling for. Should be selling for definitely like a hundred dollars or less. Yeah. I think like eventually these things will probably settle in around like seventy five bucks. And if he come becomes like best shortstop in baseball over Fernando Tatis, over hundred then probably. Um, but that's where I'm at on it. And overall, um, just in terms of this discussion, as we'll wrap it up, there's no like massively sweeping thing that's like, oh my gosh, the backlog is dead or the backlog is gone, go buy every single PSA 10 base you can. That's definitely not what this discussion is about. The discussion isn't also about, like, oh, make sure sending all your base cards right now get graded. Who knows? You could do, get bad grades and lose a lot of money. Uh, I think overall, just the general consensus here is that I think we're finally starting to see the flat line of a lot of these PSA 10s. And then in case of Joe Burrow, you're not. It's, just going, it's still doubled in the last two months. And uh, I thank Nate for gathering all that research. But I think that clearly people now are going to be spreading out their grading love between different types of cards. I think that's the biggest thing from today going forward. I think that you're going to start to see people, well, more, and probably they are already are looking at it as I am and say, I'm going to grade all these different types of cards from all these different types of sets. As long as a collector wants said player or wants said card, it should do well. And that's how I see it. And that's how I see it is going forward. And I doubt if we look back two months from now that we'll see much more than 2,200 Lionel Messi PSA 10s or 20,000 John Moran PSA 10s, or maybe it'd be like 21,000, like Nate said. Any last thoughts, Nate? Um, Just be wise. Be wise with how you're spending your money. Check the pop reports. See what's happening. Check other pop reports of other cards. Essentially, I'm talking about Wanda Franco here. <laughs> don't, go, don't go spending a ton of money because it's a low pop card or on LaMelo Ball because it's a low pop 500 compared to you know, um, 12,000 Zions or whatever it is, or 20,000 Zions, uh, those pops will go up if the prices at PSA goes down. And if the prices at PSA don't go down, it's kind of a fake, it's kind of a fake low pop card anyways. It's, it's definitely an artificial market at that point anyways, because the supply is so much more than what the population is of graded cards. All right, now we're going to jump into a our flip quest uh, number... Episode number seven now, because weekly auction number seven is going to end this Sunday. 
Back here with our FlipQuest number seven update. So last week was PWCC's weekly auction number six. Nate and I have to record this in two separate segments just because of timing. Uh, I will do our quick highlight of what happened this past week for number six. Uh, there were some auction technical difficulties at the very end. So some of the cards we were bidding on got pushed to end in week number eight. Uh, so next, not this upcoming Sunday, but the Sunday after that. As with some of the cards we were selling, uh, like the Anthony Simons, which did pretty well, but uh, we'll see if it can go higher. That'd be uh, awesome if it did. And um, so we don't really have anything update on what we won because we won nothing other than the giveaway that we obviously gave away. But for this upcoming week, we've got some awesome cards to check out here. Uh, and then also we are selling a few too that are going to be pretty big in number seven. So here's just our bidding list, 101 different bids. Uh, but mostly, you know, these top ones, we just place bids in to, to track them and see what they sell for. Uh, most of my max bids come in around like 30 bucks on a lot of these. Some of them obviously like 100 or 150, depending on how good the card is. Uh, but a card that I am particularly very excited for. Uh, yes, here is the card that I was excited about. So this is a Dennis Rodman 2003 exquisite limited logos, numbered out of 75. But this has got the Chicago Bulls, the top of the Bulls patch. And it also says the worm inscribed on it. Now, right now, this is uh, at $1,050. I have no idea how much it's going to sell for, obviously. But that patch is crazy. And it's inscribed the worm. So I'm super excited to see what that sells for. And uh, now I'm going to send over to Nate so he can give his pick. All right, everyone. A card I'm interested in for this week's number seven auction from PWCC. You have to scroll down a little bit and you're going to find it. Last week, I was really interested in Juan Soto Gold. This week, I'm really interested in a Juan Soto Topps Chrome X-Fractor, number to 99. Obviously, Topps Chrome and Topps Chrome Update are a little bit different. Topps Chrome Update, the X-Fractors are numbered compared to the regular Topps Chrome, where they are just a short-printed, non-numbered card. Um, more short-printed than a Prism or a Refractor or a Pink, but still not numbered. The Topps Chrome Update, though, is numbered 99. It's an absolutely beautiful card. If we click on it, 6000 bucks right now, PSA 10 um Juan Soto is for my money probably the best hitter in baseball uh the eye at the plate incredible the power really good and still developing power the feel for contact amazing not as bad of a defensive outfielder as people think dude's pretty good dude's pretty good and the best hitter in baseball six thousand bucks right now I'm very curious to see where that ends in four days wish I could buy it won't be able to, but uh, I applaud whoever does because that is a sweet, sweet card. The biggest card we're selling this week's auction is actually a Lewis Hamilton Refractor PSA 10. Grabbed this one maybe two months ago um, for the specific reason of selling before the Formula One season comes. There's going to be a lot of excitement around this Formula One season. It's ending, ending this Sunday. Probably could have done a little bit better if I ended or if we had to end the following Sunday, like the 13th or maybe the 20th, the actual day of the first race. But I think that enough hype will have built by now. And with him announcing his return back to Mercedes and everything and having the best lap times in the preseason, and there is more preseason, I think, or, or trials before um, this card ends on Sunday, I think it should do pretty well. It's at 1575 right now. It should sell a lot higher than that, so we hope. Uh, but that is one of the cards. And then me personally, um, and these are not part of FlipQuest 2022, by the way. These were not purchased in PWCC weekly live streams. Uh, me personally... This is a card I bought you know, a long time ago. Um, you know, PMG Marvel are really hot right now, but I bought this back in October of 2020, and I sent it to PSA and Sadler for over a year. 
It's a bronze Spider-Man PSA 9 Miles Morales. He's my favorite, one of my favorite anime characters of all time. It's one of my favorite anime movies of all time, even movies in general of all time. Probably seen that thing like five or six times. And it's at $975 current bid right now. Um, I bought it for extremely, extremely cheap. If you think back, you know, a year and a half ago, these PMGs were really worthless. Um, so worthless that this was less than a $20 bill. So really excited to see what that closes for. It's a PSA 9 Pop 4. Now, when I got gray as a PSA 9 Pop 1, but I think that there's been enough um, excitement around PMGs in the last month and a half to warrant that it's selling now versus, you know, when it was a Pop 1 and it probably will sell for more now than it would have two months ago. So excited about this one for sure, and hopefully it sells well. I think it will. It's going to be the best Spider-Man card in this auction, and uh, I hope it does really well, obviously. To bid in the PWCC Weekly Auction number 7, please go to the description of this video and hit that link to get in. Like I say all the time, you know, we don't make partnerships that we don't believe in fully, and I love using this platform. I love buying and selling through it, um, which is why I think that you all probably should too. If you are really into cards, in a very good platform to buy, sell, hold your cards, insure them, vault them. It's It really is such a seamless process. Um, but yes, you have to place all your qualifying bids by 10 p.m. Eastern time on Sunday. We'll be live on YouTube at 9.45 p.m. Eastern time to do our live bidding stream. I'm really excited for another auction. I cannot wait to see what we get in weekly auction number seven. All right, everyone, that's it for the weekly slab number 13. Thank you all for joining us for this episode. I know it's a little bit different. It's a little shorter. Uh, lots going on right now. I'm in Liverpool and just got back from the match actually tonight, which is why I'm closing out this episode by myself. But it's been a great time um, with you all this week, listening on podcasts, watching on YouTube. Please drop your thoughts in the comments on what you liked about this episode or didn't like. Talked a lot about population reports, the growth, the stabilization, where it might go. Um, I think a lot of it is just, you know, kind of use the different inf information to make decisions for yourself. I don't think there's going to be ever, you know, huge swooping statements we can make that's going to really alter um, a lot. It's just kind of add all these different data pieces together along the way and try to build the knowledge base as big as we can. You know, for us, it's like we're learning a lot as we do these episodes. You know, we bring these episodes to you all, but we also do a ton of research to get to the data in these episodes, to deliver the data uh, from Carlotta Pro, obviously. And it's I think it's a great way to connect with you all, too. So please let us know if you like this episode. Uh, if you did, hit that thumbs up also, give us a like, and we will see you all in the weekly slab number 14 next week. <music>